From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Welcome back. Big and Wild Outdoors. Hour number two with Brayden Gunn, Vince Noble, Bill George, and Slick. I got all these doctor songs loaded for you. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I love some Motley Crue in the morning. Brett, Brett Michaels, he's poison, right? Yes. Yes. Isn't he in concert tonight? Yes. Or, uh, Probably, yes. Yes, over Are at the Amelie. Sure? Is he? Uh, I think he's doing that for Steve, Steve Chamberlain, Fifty Legs. Yep, they're doing it as a fundraiser. Very then he cool. comes back in Orlando. He'll be in Orlando in June. Very cool. Yeah. Well, good for Steve, man. That's awesome for him. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing a lot of good stuff. We've known him for quite some time, and uh, he's doing it for his uh, charity, Fifty Legs. And Brett Michaels is going to be doing a concert. I think is it tonight? I think it is. That is cool. Yeah, Brett. I'll tell you what. That's one guy who's. Uh, done very well for himself Fred Michaels yeah well I mean you know the guy's uh, gone through it I mean he's had medical issues and all the other kind of stuff like that so it's going to be kind of a tough deal tonight yeah yeah it is tonight I was just looking it up Warren Warren's going to be there (laughs) going old school man. how much are those tickets I might want to (laughs) go they shouldn't be too expensive dude don't you have uh, Steve's phone number I do Call him up. He might be back there backstage hanging with your boy, Brett. I might give him a little, little ring-a-ding-ding. I think that picture was taken quite a few years ago. Uh, yeah. I, think I saw him on a VH1 special the other day. He doesn't look that good. And Photoshop's a beautiful thing. He's the Bill George haircut treatment. Yeah. Uh, you know, Speaking uh, of Photoshop, how, how was your trip down south? Uh, to Fort Lauderdale? To Fort Lauderdale. It was awesome. Where you were trolling with no fishing. I was trolling with no fishing. You didn't fish at all, seriously? No, I didn't have time. I didn't have time to fish. It, it, we have so much. God, I have so much footage. Well, you know, the Tuesday prior, I went to Gray, Gray Taxidermy. Okay. Right. I went down there on the, the Tuesday and spent there. I, I turned and burned. I went down there. Me and Captain Greg met there, did the interviews, walked around Gray. I'll tell you what. Gray Taxidermy. That place is insane. I need to talk to that guy. Oh, well, oh did you ask I, him I asked the question? Him. I did. We were walking through the factory. And I saw this, you know, big old snook. I'm like, hey, uh, you got any over 50s? And he goes, I'll make you whatever you want. I'll make you whatever you want. So he doesn't have one over 50 inches? No, I think that one was 47 that he had. See? Told you. So we can get yourself a 52-inch snooky snook. Put think, on your wall. I think Paul Hill is the only one that had one, and he had to make it himself. So but it, it, was, it was me. Me and Captain Greg were like two kids in a candy store. I'll tell you what, we're walking around, and what these guys do with these mounts are out of this world. They look so real and so the, the detail, like as far as even the scaling of the scales. You see the scales. I mean, this is unreal. I think nowadays, with uh, when it comes to taxidermy. Uh, really good ones, especially when it comes to fish. 
they're hiring like artists for those oh, jobs. They're not just you know some guy yeah. who knows how to stuff a fish like they did in the old days. I you, agree. You. You have to make that as realistic as humanly possible. Well, they've been doing us. it for fifty-seven years. I mean, they started out doing it with the real fish. The real they did fish and animal, so they did both. You know, so if you wanted to do your deer or whatever, they used to do that. So they just kind of stopped doing the whole deer and the animal side of it and just went straight to fish. Slowly progressed into what it is today. You'll have to watch the episode. When I get it out, it, it yeah. is really, really cool. Well, I mean, I don't want to burst your bubble on your show or nothing, but I, I mean, I'd love to talk to somebody like that to see what they need anymore these days. Because back in the day, all they needed was like the length, uh, the girth, um, pictures, and a couple of pictures maybe, and then uh, if you could have them. But uh, then they kind of, kind of guessed it from there. It you was, know, they would just give you what a typical snook would look like, right? They at that length, but but they you you send pictures and video of your catch and it is the exact replica of your fish exact yeah. to, to the if it's a red fish with two dots with a heart dot so graze was awesome we uh we took the boats down oh, the river so they could replicate spots and all that stuff everything. that are on your fish everything i mean it is that's the exact idea. fish exact whatever you catch that's what they make i like that because then you're not the guy standing there at the barbecue going yeah, that's my biggest redfish. It didn't quite look like that because it had like a heart-shaped right. spot on the back or and that's a what, triple spot. or. And that's why grays are doing what they do because, and they're the best in the world at it because it's your fish. It's your catch. Well, that one there is, in, in, anymore, somebody has a camera on board. I mean, if you have oh, your you phone, have I mean, it's, you know, they just take a bunch of pictures. And Unless fun. you're on with certain guides where they don't want you to have any. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that true. is true. But I they will take, they'll take a picture for you. <laughs> that, is, that is true. <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, you could probably say, hey, look, I want to get this mounted. Can you take uh, some good close-ups yeah. here of this, this yeah. and send in my email yeah, for I'm me real sure, quick? I'm sure they would. We, were, we were all over Fort Lauderdale, Las Olas. You know, we went down that street. That's like the uh, Beverly Hills of Fort Lauderdale where all the, the pretty people go and, and all the high-end stores. I actually got something free at the Yeti store. Free. How do you get that something free from Yeti? I, I, a I was, sticker? No. no. <laughs> I have the the Yeti tumbler coffee mug, and my my lid was cracked. And I asked the guy, I said, "Hey, do you have any of the older lids that doesn't have like I hate the sliders because you have to pop them off and clean. They're a pain in the butt. But this had like the open mouth part." The guy goes, "Hold on a second. Opens the drawer. He goes, "Here you go." I go, "Here you go. Twenty bucks. Here you go. What? Because it's free." Yeah, because they don't make it anymore, and they just right. want to get rid of it. Right. Yeah, it's like, yeah, old inventory. I looked up, I was like, I just got something free at Yeti. Yeah, Woo! yeah you <laughs> should mark, mark that day. <laughs> yeah, so we're on, we went to, uh, all over it went the river, all the way down the river, and it was just such an uh, awesome sight. It, it was really cool. I mean, I'm not going to talk about too much of it because I want you to watch the episode. Oh, right. sure. But so I'll we'll switch you. over to our weekend. Hold on, man. I'm almost done. I can't talk much about it, but yeah, I'll keep going. (laughs) Almost done. Let me wrap it up, Bill. It's called a wrap up. Let me wrap it up. (laughs) Ding dong. But I'm tired of hearing about you. I want to hear about Bill. Me too. (laughs) 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 Uh, But when is this supposed to be airing so that we can wait in anticipation for your uh, big reveal? Put it this way I spent eight hours the other day, and I'm only seven minutes into the video of editing. As soon as I leave here, I'm going to go do more editing. Uh, well, 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 between decisions on which few seconds to include, 
How many people did you text? What do you mean? When you were editing, did you put your cell phone away or did you have it there and let it constantly distract you with Facebook posts and everything? My, my phone is on me 24-7 next to me every minute of every day. Yeah. But okay, when I was, now we know why you're not getting any work done. when I was yeah. editing, the phone was to the side. I had my music on, and I just got into the zone. It, it takes a long time. In between, oh, no, I, trust me. I have, I have tons of footage, and I don't, I've not done anything with it because it just takes so much time. You need somebody right. who that's what they do. I do, I, it, and I, eventually that will happen because it takes a lot. I mean, between the editing part, and then you get to build different parts for the show or different scenes like graphics everything. Yeah, exactly lower thirds the whole shebang so it's not just chopping up the video and putting it together it's then you gotta fluff it then you gotta put all the pretty stuff in it and everything like he was saying yeah no i turned around uh, a buddy of mine doc he turned around was followed around for weeks by a film crew they went all over the place filming and it ended up being like a, a nine minute video and they had so many hours and hours of video to go through yeah. in order to get in but i mean like the weekly show the 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 weekly show that we do at the harper master on yeah. tuesdays that doesn't take very long to edit i mean it's a three hour we're there for three hours and i edit it down to about 40 to 60 minutes depending on yeah. you know what we got going on that's an easier edit but when you have like i said a full weekend sure. it it takes some time oh correct so correct. to answer your question Braden, we're trying i'm trying to get it edited by wednesday or even hopefully by the end of the weekend, if I can get it done, I'd like to try to launch the show this coming week. If not, it'll definitely be the following, okay. and that'll be that'll be episode one, season four of Living the Water Life. That'll be nice. I can't wait. I, I was down in Fort Lauderdale uh, one time with the football team, and I didn't get to see too much of it. We stayed at the hotel. It looked a lot like that place that you guys were at. What did you call that? Las Olas. Yeah, Las Olas. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were going to plan to go out to some seafood restaurant, but a couple of unnamed player showed up with a case of beer <laughs> so we just stayed at the hotel all the time so I, i'll tell you man if you if if you haven't been to fort lauderdale you you go give it a chance it is a really cool cool city the one thing i did take away from it though i can't get over how clean of a city it is like clean like there's no garbage anywhere on the side of the road in the medians nothing I could, you could say that to about a lot of good places here in Florida. Oh, of course. I mean, we're usually pretty good. Um, I think that's what a lot of touristy people, when they come down here, they're just amazed at how clean the roads are. I mean, it was extra. I mean, it's, it's Fort Lauderdale. It was extra, extra clean. I mean, it's you got people driving around in Ferraris, so there's no McDonald bags on the side of the road, you know? I learned to swim in Fort Lauderdale. Did you? Yeah. The beaches over there, amazing. When I was about a year old. The cool part is, if you want to go fishing for some mahi, you can go half a mile offshore and you're in 400 feet of water. You can't keep as many as you used to That's as of this true. FWC meeting. Yes, sir. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. When we come back, Bill George's squirrel adventures in the woods. Woo. Yeah, it'll be a good time ahead by all. I guarantee it. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay there.
Welcome in, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Spring Gun, Vince Snowball, Bill George. Flick. Hanging out with you this Saturday morning. Going to be a good time had by all on this beautiful Saturday day. Bill George is on the last slide of his uh, day, getting ready to cruise out and head to Hawaii. Go out and have a good time out there. And uh, Vince, I don't know what you got planned for today. Work, 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 man. Still work, work, working? I got to edit the show. Oh, sorry, man. Sorry, Some, man. Somebody's got to do it unless there's some know. kind of producer editor out there who's listening to the show who wants to help a brother out. We can uh, talk. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Me, I'll be uh, doing pain, man, pain management in a very hot shower later on. Uh, welcome in, everybody. It's uh, a beautiful Saturday day, as I said. Uh, we have some events going on today. Of course, it's the opening day of the youth turkey season going on, the youth hunt today going on down below 70. That's Highway 70 for y'all that just moved here. And then uh, we also have events happening all around the area. The G5 turkey event is happening today. It's out there uh, just west of Plant City on Highway 92. If you want to get out there and head out there today, be a good day. They're going to be giving away a, a 410 shotgun. And all you got to do is uh, register, put your name in the hat, and I think they're going to give it away at around 2, 2-ish o'clock or so, 2, 2 or 3 or something like that. But uh, make sure you uh, go put your name in the hat there. They're going to have food, frivolity. Got a food truck out there today. It's going to be a good time. They got turkey loads. They got lots of... Uh, 12-gauge, 410s, 20-gauge, all that kind of stuff. Shotguns and uh, shot itself. I'm trying to get Jeremy on the phone to get him to call the show tell us what kind of ammo we got well, out come there. come on, man, up. call. Uh, well, you know, I've texted him twice, and I, I guess they're I'm well, He's probably getting ready to open up right now. I I'm mean, assuming they're kind of busy, so getting things going. They opened 20 minutes ago, bro. So uh, he's probably in the thrones of uh, helping out a lot of folks out there. <laughs> but uh, also happening tonight is the uh, Brett Michaels concert happening at Am. What are they calling it now? Emily. The Ice Palace. Emily. Emily Arena. Yep. And uh, that's for our good friend Steve uh, Chamberlain out there with Fifty Legs. If you don't know what that is, that's the guy who uh, buys all these very fancy, expensive uh, prosthetic uh, legs and feet for those who no longer have one i remember years ago uh, i think he made national news on the one with the little girl who yeah lost her feet you know well, got under a lawnmower and uh, he helped her, her out he also helped a lot of the people um that were doing that marathon in boston like with the bombing he oh, helped a couple right. of people from that as yeah, well yeah uh he helped our buddy mark trooper yeah he got him a because mark had an old his his prosthetic was an older one and he was always, remember how he's always complaining about it was hurting all the time and giving him blisters? So I, I hooked him up with Steve over there, and, and actually at the time, Tiffany helped him out, and he got a grand, brand new leg prosthetic. It was beautiful. Well, I know that the story he told us one time on the air when we had him on was uh, a Vietnam vet. Yeah, I remember that guy. Who, uh, yeah. you, know, they, you know, the VA, you know, here's your leg. Here's how it goes on. You know, I mean, there were straps involved and, you know, leather belts and things like, like it was old, old school. Old school leg, yeah. And uh, he was talking to Steve and he was mentioning the fact that, you know, his, he and his wife were having their 30 or 40th anniversary or something coming up or something. And he had never, he hadn't danced with his wife since because his leg was constantly killing him. You know, that old yeah. school. The, uh, the white plastic you look in. Whatever, that yeah. flesh tone kind of thing. Steve got him. 
measured, got him at state of the art where they do the laser measuring and all that bumps and everything. Every, so it molds right to your leg. Yep. And uh, he literally got up, walked, and danced the first time he had danced with his wife in like 30 years. And, and, and was, to hear Steve pretty, tell the story, amazing. He, he's very um, colorful in his storytelling. <laughs> well, he's got a wrestling uh, background in his career, so he's got that voice, you know, when he talks to you. And he, he doesn't, I uh, thank God guy. it was on Radio Rejects because we couldn't do it on the regular No, <laughs> and I mean, he lost his leg uh, in a motorcycle wreck. And, yep. uh, of course, he's very uh, passionate about uh, helping out guys, bikers and stuff like that, too, that really don't sometimes don't necessarily have the funds to get one of those very expensive titanium amalgamed i mean you know it's whatever it's made out of and uh it's crazy that he may get them for free it's not like they charge him for anything no they're just like show up we'll do the fitting we'll do the molding and then they're gonna work on it and then in a couple about a week or so i'll bring it over and bring it to the house and put it on we'll try and go for a run that's it all right now bill george you got something uh to talk about you guys went out last weekend. I heard you want to bet. Uh, we, we, did, <laughs> we did kind of win one of them gentlemen's bet. Uh, well, like let me let me do a little backstory on this. If you didn't know, of course, this past Saturday was the second annual Brooksville Squirrel Hunt. It was put on by Michelle Payne and uh, some other folks out there. She was the head honcho. And um, Carlos, of course, got the jump. He got out in the woods early. I think he had... Six or so on the ground by the time he yeah. got off the air. Yeah, he did. He did all right. He did, he did pretty good. Uh, we we went out there, and uh, I will say Carlos took the weight of the 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 brunt of it while I was on there. He 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 did what we needed done, and he 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 put some fur on the ground. Well, yeah, I thought it was funny because I didn't get the results because Michelle had said she was going to post the results a little bit later on. But she was posting a bunch of pictures and stuff of all the people who were involved. And uh, B comes out of the room and goes, hey, Dad, looks like Bill George and Carlos, they got second place. And I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean they got second place? And he showed me the picture. It was second annual. It's second annual. And I was like, that doesn't mean they got second place. At least I don't think they got second place. So no, I was no. like, what? And, of course, the results were you guys came in tied. We, we had the, at 18th. There was, at 18th, and they listed us as 19th, but 18th and 19th had the same weight, so I don't know how they determined. It really doesn't matter. What we, were you, like 4.50, something like that? Uh, we had a great time. The, there, there was so many kids, and and I tell you, the, the one I liked the most, there, there was this young girl, and she had gotten her very first squirrel. She only got one squirrel, but she was so proud of that squirrel it just was she was just glowing walking around carrying that squirrel by the tail <laughs> sure <laughs> and she just did not let go of that squirrel and i heard a little backstory and it was kind of made me chuckle she she asked if they were going to be able to eat the squirrel and they said well yes we're going to eat the squirrel and she proceeded to try to take a bite out of the squirrel ah it's not chocolate like in the woods? 
whether it be in the woods or the car or wherever it was, the squirrel still had its fur on. <laughs> the squirrel was still like, a, it's, it's, just, it's nasty. I got my first kill, put the blood <laughs> on her cheeks, <laughs> eating the heart. It's like, it's like maybe we're going to have to turn around and clean that and cook that first. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's cute. Was there anybody doing any cooking while they were out there, or was uh, it no, just oh, uh, were, take it home and go? There, was any, there wasn't anybody cooking the squirrels while they were out there. There was barbecue there. And, and whatnot, but that the the venue was so nice. There was plenty of ample space for people and parking, and it wasn't in the middle of a busy intersection and cars flying by. Um, but they did have a. It was so big. the The number of people in that was so big. They actually had two sheriff's cars out at the end of the parking area, getting people's attention so that it was safe to pull in and out of the cowboy church there in Brooksville. That is which awesome. Is, which is absolutely beautiful. I mean, it. Well, it's, a, it's out a little bit outside of town, so it's it's a nice place to be where you're kind of out there in the country and doing all that kind of good stuff. And, of course, we talked about this being a great kids event. What was, what was the total when it came to teams? How many were there? 160, yeah, 170, something 167, like that. something it, like that? And the funny thing is, you know, I'm sitting there. I was wanting to hear the results weigh in. Everybody was supposed to be there by four, but there was a long line at four. And it's like, okay, they finally worked through the line, and then they started calling kids' names for the for the prizes. And after about 45 minutes of calling kids' names to come up there and get prizes, I couldn't take it anymore. It's like, Carlos, I got to go. I I got I got <laughs> I got a trailer to build. You know, and uh, we weren't we weren't going to win, but we we did a great showing, and we beat Toby and his his nephew. Um, I, I'm working on a T-shirt for next year. It's going to turn around and say, "Couple of nuts, couple of nuts, just looking for a squirrel." So, ah, <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I like that one. That's a good one. I like that one. Couple of nuts looking for a squirrel. Yeah. That's actually a really good. You came up that by yourself? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> a lot can happen over a glass of whiskey, man. Come on, I, man. I guess so. <laughs> All right. We're going to come back uh, from break. We're going to talk to Jeremy out of G5. We'll get a rundown on the ammo. Yeah. And some of the events that are happening out there today. Just stay here. It'll be good. We'll be right back. It's big and wild. Welcome back, everybody. Speaking Wild Outdoors. Just a quick, 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 fast cast. It's going to be a beautiful Saturday. Get out and go play. Don't expect any rain. Front's going to be pushing through, I think, uh, tomorrow a little bit. Uh, so that's fine. We can live with that. It's going to be bringing some cooler temperatures during the week. Today's going to be a good day to be down there uh, doing some turkey hunting. That's for sure. All right, we're going to get to Jeremy because I know they're busy out there. So I'm going to get him on the phone and get him on there. What's up, Jeremy? How you doing this morning, my friend? Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Oh, what did, did you hang up on him? What time? Now push it. Now I push it. Okay. There he is. Jeremy, you there? No, he's not. I don't know. Now I got a checker. Boy. Now try because it's. Jeremy. Jeremy, that we didn't switch the uh, the stuff over to producer and talent. Jay, Jeremy, do me a favor, call back. We okay. gotta change the uh, change the mode in there to uh, produ- talent. <sighs> uh, wah, wah. 
that's all. But so uh, anywho, I think he's on. He's just not uh, hanging on. So I gotta, gotta configure the shows. Uh, <laughs> configure show. Push enter. Uh, Multi-million dollar uh, studio can't answer a phone from both sides at the same time. That's pretty scary. Director mode, change, push, enter. I don't think the people in the world need to know the step-by-step process of the phone. Let's see if it's there. You there, Jeremy? No. Hello? We told him to call that. He's there. there He's there. If y'all just leave me alone long enough, I can fix it. Don't worry about it. Jeez. All right, who broke the machine? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, just Bill. Thank you for being so patient and going through all that with us. You know, it's just, uh, it's a boy. Yeah. Jeremy, uh, how's it looking out there? Are you okay? Everything's all right? Are we uh, good on ammo and all that kind of good stuff? Or is he, uh, are we just pooched? Uh, I'm not currently there yet, so I'm making what? this stuff without me. What but... do you mean? What do you mean? You're, you're, who's who's behind the counter already this morning? Now we got Stephen behind the counter already. Oh boy! Well, well now, uh, Bill George has been looking for Longbeard. Do you have any Longbeard in at all yet? No, we don't have any Longbeard at all. <sighs> but I can tell you, we've got plenty of other stuff. Okay, the next the next person looking for stuff is. Uh, Winchester Super X and five inch or number fives, three inch shells. Oh, yeah, I got a ton of that. Oh, we'll be by to see you. See? <laughs> so it's all good. Now, uh, what about 410? That's the big hottie. Yeah, so I'm very, very limited on those. So um, we're not, we don't have much of those. But so if you're going to get it, you might as well come right now because it'll be gone before the first hour. Oh, really? <laughs> so it must be the TSS stuff? Um, no, it's it is Winch- is more Winchester Double X, but um, like I said, we, they only shipped us like a very small amount. Ah, man, I'm telling you, what's the problem by these people? Well, now if you need a new uh, gun or anything like that, I know that there's some of them that are going to be hanging on the wall. There's a lot of folks out there that are getting into the whole single shot rage. Um, I saw was did you put the Rossi out there yesterday? The little tanny jobber, the single shot. Oh yeah. That one's out there, and then what else you got? Got some Mossbergs, um, Savage, Stevens. There's a few different little options there. They're pretty nice to use out there. Yeah, and, of course, you got blinds and chairs and all the other stuff that a lot of folks like to use when they're out there in the woods. And I know that a little bit later on they're going to be giving away, uh, what is that, the Savage? The Savage Camo yeah, Fortune? Yeah, Savage Real One. What's, what's up with that big bird contest I saw? So the contest is that um, you have to shoot the biggest turkey with a 410. Um, and then whoever wins, I think you win like a two, don't, don't call me on this show, but 250 to $500 gift card. Very nice. Door. Nice. Do you have to uh, turn around and how do you register your birds? So you have to contact them. Um, so they do follow the... Um, the the the, uh, the scoring sheet for um uh forgive me it's the NWTF score sheet yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so they follow the score for that and then you, you uh, there's an email I believe that goes directly to Mr. Bill and uh, you just email that email and um, like I said whoever has the biggest bird with a four ten win the competition okay his email is uh, William at the number uh, letter G the number five the letter F <laughs> letter o dot com William yeah, at g5 fo yeah. yeah 
William at G5FO.com. Well, so that's okay. a good one. When are you going to get to the store? Uh, I'll be around at 10 o'clock. Oh, so I'm sorry. I, I interrupted we, Captain we, Crunch yeah. time. Captain <laughs> Crunch and cartoons, man. Come yeah, on. Man, let's get it right. Captain Crunch time, man. I'm hey, serious, man. Jeremy, tell me, you have to pace yourself, right? For real. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm super glad to hear you have some Winchester shells out there. My buddy and I will come on down, uh, look to look to do that. Do y'all have plenty of face masks and that type of stuff? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. So, so full of life. It's, uh, hey, can, it, it, and how <laughs> many how many call makers, custom call makers, do you think you got coming this year? Oh boy. Oh man. Probably the probably. I think what last year we had what like six or seven of them out there. Yeah, I think this year probably almost the same, if not a couple more. I think there's probably more. I think there might be at least ten guys that are going to be showing up out there. Wow! And that's not yeah. counting uh, that's not counting some of the other makers that were there at the Turkey Extravaganza that are bringing some of their wares down south to uh, let the folks see them. The leather guys and all those stuff, the custom call carrier guys and. All those people are going to be there, too. Jeremy, do me a favor before you go to the store, man. Do a couple of shots of espresso, bro. Wake up. I know it. <laughs> hey, look, uh, let me tell you guys, though, uh, Turkey Emma last year, prices were absolutely insane. But this year, a little bit better. Uh, the TSS stuff, of course, is still up there. But that double X, man, has got amazing prices on it right now. Yeah, it's it's probably, if not more, 10 to $12 cheaper than it was last year. Is, is there? Yeah, for sure. Is there any uh, limits on that? Uh, right now, not currently. Um, okay, not limiting. If, and if it, yeah, um, yeah, my, no, no limits right now. My I buddy shoots about nineteen birds a season, and uh, so you can go through a few shells. Wow! Oh yeah, that's a lot. I mean, uh, that's that's too many dang turkeys. But <laughs> now on the four tens, you got to obviously limit that, right? Because you have a limited amount. You can limit boxes on that. Yeah, so that one probably will be limited just because, like I said, we have a very, very incredibly small amount of that. So yeah, well, and I know. it's not hard to go by the time I get there. Yeah, well, are, are you gonna get to uh, get to go out this year, maybe with Bill George, and uh, see if you can't uh, kill one of them well, dang things, man? Okay, I have to see you. See about getting you out to camp. Break them in easy, you know. Break them in. Yeah, easy. that is the goal. All right. Well, you know what? I say you should come out by yourself with Bill George before you bring your pastor out with Bill George. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but but you might want to have the pastor say a prayer for you yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You guys seem like you're in pretty good league of competition between uh, you and your pastor. That's pretty I, funny. I don't know. I hunt with my buddy a lot, and I, I'm always good because he's a little shorter than I. So anytime we're waiting swamps, I know he'll he'll go under before I do. Oh, ouch. Right. <laughs> Still. You laugh. You laugh. But uh, when you start, when you're going through about 500 yards and then you start seeing lily pads instead of, like, grass. Yeah. That's a deep spot. That's where the gator sure. hides. Get on out there, Vince. Let's circle that. So, wait, wait, wait. You're, you're putting your friend first. Of course. Yes. He has better ears. He using knows which direction the bird's gobbling. Yeah, from. using him as a measuring stick. Listen, when we go, we go. Well, Jeremy, I know that they're going to be. You guys are going to be giving away a uh, savage today. That begins at uh, two o'clock. I think the drawing is at two. Two o'clock. Yep. 
John's uh, Chocolate Chip. Yeah, okay. And you got to be at least 18 or older to enter that. Of course, not a convicted felon and all the other good stuff. But uh, other than that, right. uh, all you got to do is just put your name in a hat and off you go. If you're if you're there by one, are you safe to be in the drawing? Yeah. Well, last yeah. week, they sometimes cut it off a little bit ahead of time so they could actually get it organized and that and do the drawing at two. Don't look at me strange. What are you saying? They're not organized here? Dylan's here today. No. He'll be buzzing around like a red wasp. I'm saying it takes time to organize a drawing on a gun. <laughs> More than five seconds. What food do you got out there today? I saw there's going to be a food truck uh, today. Do you remember which one it is? Yeah, there's some kind of barbecue food truck out Ooh. there today. I didn't, uh, didn't get to see what it was for sure. I saw it quick on uh, Facebook the other day, but... Yeah, some kind of barbecue out there. Yesterday they were torturing the crud out of me. I showed up, and, of course, I'm not feeling very good, and uh, there was a dude out there with a big green egg cooking ribeyes. Oh, my gosh, dude. Hmm. It smelled like heaven walking in there, and I didn't get one one bite. Jeremy, he's been sitting here with sweat rolling down his forehead today. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you, hey, I had a piece of it, and it was great. Yeah, thanks a lot. I hate you. (laughs) Have a great day. Jeremy. We'll see you later. All right, guys. All right, get to work. Quit being a lazy bones. All right. See you, guys. See you, brother. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Jeremy, of course. Jeremy Boggs out there, manager out at the firearms department. Good kid. Good worker. He'll help you out. He'll get you hooked up. Get on out there and see him today. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. I meant, to, I meant to keep him on the phone for a little bit. I wanted to talk to him about, um, I don't know if you guys saw this story this past week of this guy that walked out of uh, a hardware store over in Mims, Florida. Was that the clown who took the crossbows? What What huevos this guy has got? I'm telling Evidently you. not enough to hide a crossbow. Oh, he got out. He got away with it. He got he got out of the store with it. That's, That's like, the thing. He had two of them, right? Dude, I mean, this guy. That's like $1,300 worth of stuff. Exactly. Well, one of them, I mean, I thought it might have been the smaller one. You know, those, those Ravens, they make one. No, that's, it was the bigger ones, wasn't it? Yes. How do you walk out of a store with two? Not just one, but two. I'm, I, there's the video on there. If you haven't seen the video yet, uh, it's crazy that this guy walks in there with a... Uh, uh, sweatpants on, kind of deal, and a crutch. I guess that way it's the cover. You know, you got the you got to cover the. But he got the R10, which is a a longer full length <laughs> type crossbow. Of course, the limbs on it are tucked in. They're not sticking out out like you know you'd see on a traditional crossbow. They're, They're like bowed in. in, yeah. So he manages to shove this thing down his pants. It's a shame it wasn't loaded. And then. Uh, <laughs> and then proceeds to just casually walk out out the door, grabs his crutch and hobbles out the front door, and he wasn't caught. This thing is a, you're talking about a $1,300 or more crossbow that he walks out the store well, with. All right, riddle me this, though. How, how does, where's anybody in the store? 
Well, how do you not see somebody take a crossbow? He went down an aisle. It's a hardware store. Of course, there's many, many aisles down there. And he walks down the aisleway and he puts the crutch over on one side, shoves this thing down his pants, down the front of his pants, then keeps the vast majority of it uh, under his jacket, which is the first indicator of, come on, man. I mean, and he's got uh, the jacket. And, of course, he puts the crutch on the side where the handle and everything is. And then proceeds to gimp his way out of the store. Uh, he was later identified thanks to the uh, video footage that they had of him. The guy literally is standing like right in front of a camera doing this. That's just insane. <clears throat> and so they figured out who he was and they caught up with the guy two days later at a Walgreens parking lot uh, right near the True Value store. And he initially tried to run from the deputies, but according, he didn't make it very far. He was handcuffed and arrested for. Uh, Felony, petty theft. So he has petty two. Theft. Oh, it says felony, petty theft. So it's not $5,000. He only had $1,300 worth of, that's why it's a petty. I, I thought if it was over 1000 bucks, it was a felony no matter what. I thought it was five. Well, his is over 1000 so we're in that same ballpark. Anyway, this, of course, young, upstanding uh, individual had two prior felony theft convictions, currently in the Seminole County Jail where he faces unrelated burglary charges and now will be facing a felony charge of a stolen crossbows in Brevard County after that. What is wrong with people? I, I don't know. I guess they see what's happening in California thinking, well, man, hold my beer. <laughs> don't go to Polk County. <laughs> Stay out yeah. of Polk County. I can get her done, man, man. Oh. Grady Judd will get you. I can get this done right now. I can get her done, man. Watch me. I'm going to put this crossbow right down my shorty shorts and get on out of here. FWC meeting is coming up next Wednesday. Wednesday and Thursday. Next Wednesday, Thursday. It's going to be at the Tampa Convention Center. And you brought up a subject during the break that just got uh, Vince all hyped up. Got me a little fired up. Vince had to take him off the ceiling on that one. Vince is like somebody else. He gets fired up, but we'll see if he calls to action. Well, Well, Bill, there's also a thing called (laughs) I have a job, too, (laughs) that I have to you know try to juggle my life. Well, you know, uh, there's video conferencing or uh, comments available on these things or no? You can email. You can email. Well, dude, you can see. It is 2022. Why can't they do live chat? They did. And you know what happened? (laughs) They got blew up. They didn't get blown up. But let me tell you, I started having a lot of people calling about the trout, redfish, and snook and calling out the agency and the captains who were um, behind this. They don't want to come out publicly and say what they want. But behind the scenes, you know, I, I managed to get into some meetings and that. And they were, they were very much not wanting you to be able to keep any fish. And... Um, it, it was just bad, and we had a lot of participation start, and so they went back to in-person meetings. See, they need to do these meetings though when the normal people like myself can but go, not in the middle of the day. My my thing is, I don't. I want the in-person meetings because I will tell you, more work gets done in the aisles than at the podium. That's how politicians work, man. You know, okay. it's all in the hush-hushy aisles yeah. on the So hallway. if there's something you want to discuss with people, you have the lead people within staff there to actually have good, meaningful conversations with. And you will have some good conversations with staff do, while you're do there. Do they ever do these meetings on the weekend? 
No. No. Yeah, and there's a reason for that. It's always during the uh, yeah. during the, the work day Listen, because us working stiffs can't go. Let me tell you, if they did them during the weekend, you would still have nobody show up because they're going to say, "Well, this is the only day I can't. I don't have to work, and I'm this is my one day to go hunting, and I'm not going to give up hunting or fishing in order to go to a commission meet. That's it's true. the same thing. Can yeah. we do it at like night, but closer to like I don't know six After seven? Work hours? Yeah, yeah. There you go. There, there was an idea proposed by somebody within staff that I really liked, which would be to allow like regionally there to be a podium and that that they could actually have the commission meeting wherever they want to because they try and move it around the state so the commissioners could see um, the different bays and harbors and different things that are important to the state you know out there in the natural world that they manage and so they try and move them around so they can get exposure to all of the state so are you saying like a remote podium yes like a so, live feed so that you could turn around and let's say there'll be something in the central region north and south because for when you have an eye uh, a thing that's critical to you and you're from the keys and they put it in panama city that, that, that's unreasonable going. to get to yeah you're not going so so there was an idea about not having a call-in, but actually doing a more structured thing like they do at the regular commission meeting, but allow you to travel less distance and have dedicated feeds, feeds where they could turn around and say, okay, Speaker X from, you know, the Tampa location would be on. And it would also improve it because you could, in the meantime, queue up speakers to be at the podium. So when one's finished speaking, they could cut. Hit yeah, all, yeah. Events, get ready your next. Yeah, yeah. Events, hey, FWC, ready. it's called Zoom. Well, yeah. Check it out. Well, I mean, you could do that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you were going to do it at a central location, uh, you know, you'd have to, that way you could at least keep it at one particular place every single time. So well, you they could, could say that, well, you know, you could say, hey, look, uh, commission meeting is always held on this. You know, if you got to, you want to say something about it, there's a podium at, uh, at, at, Jim's dive shop. The, there's one over at uh, Billy Bob's uh, bait and tackle. I mean, you could you can have, have them at each there. of the regional offices. You can have different things that are going on, but I, I'm looking forward to that possibly being the day. But uh, there's times in which I think they really don't want the people's interaction. You yeah. know, there there is some that I think they just like doing what they want to do. Just like we were talking about off the air, that just Correct. got me all fired up. Correct, and 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 what got Vince fired up is, they they turn around. There has been some stakeholder concerns. Remember how we had our trout, redfish, and snook completely taken away? Oh yeah, over stakeholder concerns. Sure. Well, the same <laughs> thing go. goes on with the dolphin, the mahi mahi. They're turning around. They're going to cut the bag limit in half the vessel limit in half in state waters, even though the feds uh, are going to allow more in federal waters, uh, you have stakeholders that have been really saying, hey, we, we're not seeing what we usually see, and, you know, we we really don't have enough of these, and so they're going to turn around and look. This is mahi-mahi. This is extremely fast-growing, fast-reproducing, big schools. They're the rabbits of the sea. Okay. And, and they... The, the chairman at one point in one commission meeting said, before the topic even come up, is people don't need that many fish. It wasn't about sustainability, which is what their job is, is to make sure as trustees of this public resource that it's sustainable. It wasn't about sustainability. It was 
they don't need. So it's what the commissioner wants to do, which is wrong. Well, that tells you his underlying beliefs. I mean, he could say that about anything. He he doesn't need, uh, you don't need 15 different guns. You don't need 15 different uh, days to go out and kill doves. You can only, uh, and they they turn around at the last commission meeting, they, they put it through in draft form. It was supposed to go to final this commission meeting. They had put it on the consent agenda, which is where we're not even going to talk about it. It's just going to be everybody agree of everything on the consent agenda. Yes, no, boom, and move on. And now it's pulled off of the consent agenda and put on an agenda item, which means there was enough people wanting to discuss it that they took it and put it on as a regular agenda. I mean, item. if it was it's to sustain, that's fine. But not because you don't want them to take it. And that's the thing. It's, that's it's, the part where I'm... It's I all don't. should be geared around sustainability. We do not want to put this fishery in jeopardy. Correct. And you you never want that. But, you know... I mean, what about the poor guy who saying, comes down from New York and he's here with his family and it's like the trip, like we talked about, the trip of a lifetime. It's a trip of a lifetime. You want to come down here and you're going to go out with somebody and you, you want to take a fish back for a year back up to up north and you're coming down here yeah. and you you want somebody to spend a buku amount of money to come and and cut their fit number of fish in half the, the, come the, to our state pay our taxes pay your licensing fee pay your charter captains but you can't take the fish yeah yep yep, yep. <laughs> you know you and, just and, need and, to enjoy catching them and letting them go for the next person i will say this much i know that the stakeholders voices are extremely loud and uh listen to when it comes to uh, the Goliath grouper on that coast because of the uh, amount of tourists that want to go swim down with these these fish. But when it comes to the monetary mm, taxation or whatever it is that comes into the state, I can guarantee you that fishing produces more income than tourists that go down and go swim around and look at Goliath grouper. And if a guy is going to spend that kind of money to come down and do the trip of a lifetime, whether it be for mahi or whatever it is. Mahi was always looked at as a bycatch. Most of the people who um, come down and go to the East Coast to go fishing, they're looking for big fish. They're looking for the swords, the swords, you know, when the sailfish are running and this, that, and the other thing, or any other big bottom fish they can go. It's the locals, for the most part, who come down to go uh, go after the schoolies down in the Keys, you know, when they're running down there or they're going to go get some of the big ones offshore. And now what gets me is what you talked about between the, the difference between state and fed. That line is extremely small on the East Coast. It's a lot larger on the West Coast than it is on the East Coast because of the depth of water. Yeah. So who's complaining about uh, the the lesser amount of fish in state waters than the people who are out there that are either doing guides or it is the local people because the guys who have the big boats, they've got the big old Bertrams, they're going out in the federal waters, they're catching, you know, 35, 40-inch dolphins. They're not out there looking for schoolies. Maybe you could go ask that question. But they're also going to be talking about Goliath Grouper and moving that forward. I'm hoping that gets done without too much of a to-do. There was a lot of commissioners on the, on the you know, disconsent uh, for a lot of years. They've been coming around with all the restrictions and not being allowed to harvest at all during in that South Florida area. So we'll see. I guess we'll see. But 
day one hunting and some of that type of stuff, they do saltwater fishing. All right, we're going to take a break. Take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our good friends Brandon Ford. We'll be right back.